Hey y'all, hey! <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Emphatically You podcast with Candace. Listen, today we have a very, very important and meaningful episode for you. Now, I know most of you are already aware that October is identified as Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But did you also know that October is also slated as Domestic Violence Awareness Month? I'm not sure if I even knew that. Maybe I just found out a year or so ago. But in this episode, we're going to be discussing the significance of both of these causes, as well as the importance of raising awareness and support. So y'all, let's get into it. Hey, 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 welcome to the Emphatically You podcast. I'm your host, Candace Nelson, wife, mother of one dope college student, lover of words, music, and a native Adamsville bred Georgia peach. You're invited to this easy, breezy, soulful, safe space created for those of us who need occasional reminders, some tips, tools, and transformative messages that will speak to the heart of you. Come along with me on this brand new journey of truth, love, and growth. It's time to let your hair down and put yourself first so you can speak and be emphatically you. Let's get into it. All right, all right, all right, y'all. Listen, we are almost at the end of the month and I cannot believe we are one step closer to the end of 2023. But before we close out the month of October, I do want to make sure that, you know, we at least shine a light. Like I said, shine a light on October and make sure that I give honor to breast cancer awareness and domestic violence awareness. Because, you know, October is widely recognized as Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And breast cancer itself, you know, it's a very, very significant health concern for women all around the world. You know, this disease is one that affects not only those that are diagnosed, but it also affects families, friends, and communities. And I can say this because my own mother is a breast cancer survivor. But before I go a little deeper into that, I want to share some statistics with you because I took some time to do just a little bit of research when I looked at the website for the National Breast Cancer Foundation Incorporated. And not sure if you know these things or not, but here we go. One in eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. One in eight women. In 2023, an estimated 297,790 women and 2,800 men will be diagnosed with invasive breast cancer. Did y'all hear what I just said? So the chances are this. You already know at least one person who has been personally affected by breast cancer. You know me. <laughs> Those of you that are in tune and you've been sharing and catching these episodes um, as I put them out, you know me. I have a family member, my mom, that is a breast cancer survivor. Now, in addition to my mother, 
I have a girlfriend whose daughter recently, recently lost her battle with the fight. And my friend is one of my high school classmates and I love her dearly. I pray for her daily. And I can only imagine what that feels like. A third person, one of my previous coworkers, and she was also a good friend, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I can remember visiting her in the hospital. I can remember talking to her on the phone. I can remember reaching out to her. She even came to my wedding, which, I mean, I was just so grateful for her presence and her love. Such a sweetheart of a woman. But all three of these ladies are people that I know or knew of in some facet or I knew their relatives. So as I'm saying, one in eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer. That means you know, either you know someone that has been diagnosed with it, or you know someone who is connected to someone else who has been diagnosed with it. It We can't really escape the fact that cancer is horrible. It's a horrible disease and it is running rampant. But I will say this, there is a little bit of hope. You know, there's a little bit of hope. And when when cancer is caught, specifically breast cancer, when it's caught in its earliest stages, the five-year relative survival rate is around 99%. You know, all these advances that they have in early detection and treatment methods have actually increased breast cancer survival rates in the recent years. And there are currently over 3.8 million breast cancer survivors in the United States alone. My mom happens to be one of the people in that number that is a survivor. And she's not, she's got good company. The sad thing is cancer sucks. It truly, truly sucks. And I have another friend, someone else, another classmate of mine who has battled cancer, breast cancer, twice. And she's still standing in the game. She's still in the fight. Um, and I salute her. I take my hat off to her because again, it, yes, it's, it's affecting the life of the individual that was diagnosed, but y'all, it's hurting families all around the world. What, you know, husbands, it's wives, children, cousins, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles. But I want to make sure I say this, y'all. With early detection and med excellent, excellent medical care, you can or your chances are more likely to become a survivor and also to become an inspiration. Um, if you all are listening to me and you are under the sound of my voice, I need you to remember this one thing. I am encouraging you to make sure that you perform self-examinations. I do them in the shower. I do them when I get out of the shower. I stand in front of a mirror. I make sure I do my self-exams. I also attend my regular checkups and you've got to do this, ladies. You've got to do it. Go to these checkups. I've been going to get mammograms now probably since I was in my 40s, you know, and that's because I have a history of it in my family. 
But I just found out, interestingly enough, that I missed going in 2021. I don't really know why, because that's not like me. But I take this very seriously. I take it very seriously. And I've shared with my own daughter, because we have the history in our family, she's going to have to start doing her mammograms earlier than the average age, which I want to say it used to be in your 50s or maybe your late 40s. I must have, maybe I started in my 30s, y'all. I don't really remember, but when you have a history of it, you have to start earlier than normal. And I want to make sure I'm putting that out there to you all. This thing is nothing to play with. Take care of yourselves, lady. And this month is the month to make sure that you're going to hear it from every angle. You're going to see the pink ribbons. You're going to see people wearing pink in support. Uh, You see people having these 5K races and putting on activities to support and raise money to go towards the research uh, of a cure for this cancer. So ladies, take this seriously. Do what you need to do and do it consistently so that we can try to go into our lives and beat this thing, okay? Greetings. My name is Angelia Gay-Bankston. I am a two-time breast cancer survivor, thriver, and warrior. When I was diagnosed with stage two, HER2 positive breast cancer, it was total surprise to my whole family because my mother had six sisters and breast cancer doesn't run in our family, so we thought. Six months after being diagnosed, cancer-free, it returned, and I started the fight again. But I am happy to say, November 21st, I will be celebrating my one-year anniversary cancer-free. Breast cancer is not a female disease. It affects men also. Remember to get tested yearly, self-examine yourself weekly, reevaluate what you're putting in your body, such as your food, and try to go clean with your household products and your makeup. Remember, let your faith be bigger than your fear. We got this fight. We're in it together. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, Angelia. Y'all, we are in this thing together. And sis, let me just say thank you. Thank you so much for sharing a part of your journey with us today. Thank you so much, Angelia, for being a longtime friend of mine. Y'all, Angelia and I are high school classmates. We walked the halls of Frederick Douglass High School together, and here we are, 40 years later, still looking good, but still sharing and talking and communicating with each other, and I'm here to let you know, sis, I salute you. I salute you for your strength. Sis, I salute you for your courage. I salute you for your love. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing And like you said, we got this. Now let's transition to what I want to say is the equally important topic of domestic violence awareness. 
Okay. You know, Domestic Violence Awareness Month is also a crucial time to address a very serious issue that most times remains hidden behind closet doors. Domestic violence affects people of all genders, ages, and backgrounds. It's not just physical violence, y'all. It can also be emotional, financial, or psychological abuse. Now, before I get into a little story time, I do want to give you some facts. Shockingly, y'all, millions of people worldwide are victims of domestic violence each and every year. The emotional scars that it leaves, they can last a lifetime. So when I looked at the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence's website, here's a few things that I found. On average, nearly 20 people per minute, oh my God, are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. During one year, this equates to more than 10 million women and men. Here's another one for you. One in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical violence. Oh, y'all. Intimate partner contact sexual violence and or intimate partner stalking with impacts such as injury, fearfulness, post-traumatic stress disorder, use of victim services, contraction of sexually transmitted diseases, and then even more. And I got one more. One in four women and one in seven men have been victims of severe physical violence, such as beating, burning, strangling by an intimate partner in their lifetime. Y'all, this one hits home for me because I've touched on this a little bit in some previous episodes, but I've never gone all the way in with the story. But I'm going to shed a little bit of light on this issue from a personal stance um, to say that I am a survivor. Yes, Candace, I am a survivor of domestic violence. I don't know that I've ever said those words out loud before, but I just want to share a little bit of the story. Not a lot, because guess what? Candace has a book coming out and I'm definitely going to talk more about that later. And I go into depth about this in the book. But basically, I was in a relationship back in my 20s and I was dating a young man and I thought that I was in love. I thought that I was in love with this man. And initially, in the beginning, he treated me like, hey, everything is all great. Everything is good. But it was short-lived because I think the very first time he put his hands on me, he pushed me. Well, that should have been the first and the last, but it wasn't. He did some other things, you all, that um, I'm not proud of. He hurt me physically. Um, 
I mean, it was bad. It was, it was bad. And I will say this, I'm so grateful that I, I wasn't shot, that I wasn't stabbed, that I wasn't killed, that I never had to go to the hospital. I'm so grateful for all of that, but it does not negate the reality that I lived in a situation with someone that I thought loved me, but they were being physically abusive to me. And this wasn't a daily event or daily activity, but it doesn't have to be daily. I know some women are out there enduring this on a regular basis and it ain't cool. It is not cool, y'all. I'm telling you, um, for me, of course I was ashamed. Of course I didn't want to tell anybody. Of course I didn't want people to know that I was living this life, you know, where on the outside everything looked grand. But on the inside, my heart was hurting because of what this guy was doing to me, you know. And, of course, one of the things that I learned in some research that I did was that, you know, a lot of times when you're being physically abused by someone, they will come back later and say they're sorry and, you know, beg for forgiveness and, and cry and do all these different things. They'll do those things, but they only mean it in that moment. They only mean it in that moment because if they don't go and seek actual help, they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. For Candace, I'm no longer in that space. I uh, don't consider myself to be brave, but I share just a little bit of that story because I hope that it will encourage others to seek help or support. Whatever it is that you feel like you need, I want you to do that. And as I, um, as I say that, Anybody that is listening or if you know someone that may not be listening right now and they need some assistance because they are being abused, please ask them to call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to begin the wrap up and I want to emphasize that October is a month of awareness. It's a month of compassion. It's a month of support for both of these two important causes, breast cancer awareness and domestic violence awareness. And whether it's breast cancer or domestic violence, Y'all, there are ways that we can all make a difference by supporting organizations, volunteering, and spreading awareness. Those are just a few of the many ways to contribute to helping these things out. I also want to let you know that I have compiled a list of resources that will be in the episode description where you can find information to support both causes. So please take a moment to check them out and share them with others as necessary. Y'all, I want to say thank you. (laughs) I really do. I want to say thank you for joining me on this episode today. It really and truly is very special because I'm connected to both of them very, very closely. One is through my family connection, and the other one is a very personal connection. 
um, I want you to remember that awareness is the first step towards making a change. I want us to stand together. Y'all, let's link arm in arm and support those who are fighting these battles and raise our voices to make a difference. And as I get ready to go out, I want to share a message from one of my dear sister friends. And I mentioned her when we were talking about breast cancer, when I shared with you that her daughter lost her battle to breast cancer. This is a message that came directly from my friend, Sarah. Her message is this, as black women, we must fight for ourselves as well as for our sisters that are in the fight of their life. Cancer sucks. Sarah, I agree with you 100%. Cancer sucks. But on that note, it's time for me to go. And I just want to tell you all, as I always do, I want you to take care. I want you to stay safe. I want you to make it a great day. But most importantly, I want you to always be emphatically you. Talk to y'all later. Peace.